Welcome back, everybody, to season two of Brothers in the Deep End. Yes, sir. Damn, it's yeah, an honor to here. say that. Um, it's Ethan Addison here. We got Casey. Bow, Casey. Ooh. And we got my special, my our special guest, my brother, Trayvon. You already know the vibes. Before we get started with this episode, I just want to shout y'all out. Um, it's an honor to honestly say that we're doing season two of Brothers in the Deep End. For who, real. Who would have thought, right? Facts. It came from that first episode, and now we're here. And it's literally still just getting started. And we're doing this all because of your support, you know, um, and your feedback. We're doing it for you. Um, and just having the ability to just motivate and impact your life somehow, some way, is what we do it for. And it's amazing. This is the greatest gift. This is one of my biggest blessings. I love coming to this podcast, just to be able to talk back to the people and just impact someone. You know what I'm saying? Like, just just reach just reach someone's heart that's all that's all it comes down to just please continue to, to support our growth and as um as a podcast by following subscribing to all of our social media platforms instagram youtube apple spotify um appreciate it because this is not possible if you're not tuning in you and you behind this mic listening right now in your car whatever this is not possible if it's not for you tuning in i literally do it for you casey we do it for you this Absolutely. is the whole objective um, just to share our story and how it could relate to you and make you better. Because I want to make you better off our flaws, off our story, and whatever the case may be, I want to make you better than what we are. But let's get back to the main point of this <laughs> podcast. Let's get back to it. So I brought my brother, man. This guy, um, he means a lot to me. You know, we go, we go, we don't go way back, but we go way back, if that makes any sense. Um, we have a we have a lots of ups ups and downs in our journeys. We've been through a lot as brothers, and it's an honor, really. Um, I feel I feel like I said I feel blessed to have Trey by my side right now because he means a lot to me. Little does he uh, like little does he know it or not, but this is Trey. Those that know him, well, this is Trey Trayvon. <laughs> He's the guru when it comes to football, man. And honestly speaking, he really is. He was an all star for Hamilton High School. I looked up to him then. Um, he played. Then he went on to play D1 football at Stony Brook University. He has many accolades in football. Too much, too much to name. Um, he could he could go on with that when he comes in the scene. <laughs> and currently, right now, he's a private defensive back coach. He trains his athletes through business through his business called DB Movement. Check it out right there uh, on Insta. What you got? Instagram, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. I'm about to drop a YouTube page. Um, Pretty much everything. Next is about to be Pinterest. I don't oh, know. Oh, shit. So <laughs> he legit trains any any athlete that plays a defensive back position from, you know, little kids to pros um, and, and on and on. Also, you can just train anybody that's looking to develop a craft as a football player. He'll get your feet and hips right. Believe that. And that's what you need for football, especially for my athletes tuning in. Funny story is, is that for DB Movement or Trey's coaching journey, I was one of his first clients, um, and here we are today. So I brought my my brother again and my mentor to show the viewers a more deeper side of Trey beyond this, you know, you see DB movement and him putting up the film with all this football stuff, and to just give our viewers a perspective of once a star athlete and now an up-and-coming coach, defensive back coach specifically. And so let's straight. Let's talk about them high school days at Fort Hamilton where we both played football, man. We also went to the we also all went to the same high Indeed school. We did. <laughs> Facts. Blast from the past. Fort yes. Hamilton no. High School. Fort, Ham Fort Hamilton High School. I was a freshman coming into Fort Hamilton. 
And I went to Fort Hamilton because I wanted to play football. That was my sole purpose. So when I seen those varsity dudes, it was like, oh, shit, this is football, football. This ain't no, this ain't no, like, <laughs> no backyard football where I'm thinking I'm nice. Like, these dudes legit have some size, have some size. So I'm like, yo, I'm, I'm, I ain't shit. Like, <laughs> and, but when I looked at the games and stuff and saw these varsity dudes playing, especially Trey, it's like automatically those are my role models off the rip when I saw him on the field. And Trey was one of them because, like I said, he was that he was that dude at Fort Hamilton, and I'm not I'm giving him the praise now. He was that dude. That like it's just simple. At Fort Hamilton, we think of Fort, when I think of Fort Hamilton, I think of Trey. He's laughing, but I'm being I'm being straight straight up honest. He was their guy. I don't know if it wasn't for Trey. I mean, there's a lot of superstars, but I'm just saying he was that dude. But I always wanted to pick their brain coming in as a young athlete, not knowing much about football, and wanting to be that superstar. So just Trey. Um, now I get now's the time where I get to pick your brain. So here we go. Let's talk Yo. about the journey from high school, uh-huh. and let's and let's go from there, man. Yo, you just amped me up, old D, but I, I appreciate it. It's I love, bro. We it got always we, is we, always. We gotta keep the praise over <laughs> here, man. You know, you you know what I'm saying? We're, you're my brother too. I did the same for Casey on his episode. Yeah, that's, that's what I love it's about. it. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Definitely do. I appreciate you, E, and I appreciate you, Casey, having me on here today. Um. But just my journey, high school, right? Let's just, it was fun. Fort Hamilton was definitely fun. Um, I had probably the best four years of my life. What? Well, well it, 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 did look, it did look like it. Like, <laughs> from my perspective, it did look like it. Trey was a dude that, you know, you see it right now, he's jolly, smiling. So I'm like, damn, this dude living the high school life. Shit, fucking star athlete has an offer to slowly break. What the fuck? Everyone the, knows him. You got all the girls, bro. bro. You got nah, all the girls. Yeah, hey, hey, let, nah, let's not get nah, into nah, that nah, right nah, now. Nah, nah, not in high school. I was a good guy. Good guy. But, like, just talk about quickly, you know, your journey your your journey in high school as to, like, football and that personal life. Mm-hmm. And yeah, let's like, talk what about, made you get into football? Yeah. To start off with, like, what's this my first question? You're like, so what made you get into football? And, like, mm-hmm. did you pick Fort Hamilton as, like, the school? Or, like, was it just, like, your zone? Um, how I got started with football was actually my pops. You know, he was he was on me, like, hard with sports, keeping me out the street, which was, you know, I love him for that. Uh, but, like, I started football, I want to say, at six. I started playing flag mm-hmm. from, like, six to seven. And then uh, when I turned seven or eight, I started playing contact football. And I'll never forget um, my first day in pads, and I got hit hard. <laughs> and I started crying, like crying. My dad was like, if you don't want to play, you don't got to play. And at that moment, I was like, damn, I can't be no, you know, no sucker. So, <laughs> you, know, I, you know, the next day I went out there, and then I finally hit somebody, and that, that was all she wrote. Um, from that day on, I you know, I just became who I became as an as an athlete, you know. He stayed on me the whole time from when I was six to I was like in college. He stayed on me. Um hold on, I just want to jump in on that really quick. And it's crazy that you said that because I brought you on here because you're an influence to my life, you know, and we're all getting together to share our good fruits and those people that really brought us to who we are to this day, me and Casey. Because that's why I brought mm-hmm. Trey. But he said something very important. He said something about his father being a vital part of his life in that football journey. That's the one thing that I, I think I click with Trey a lot is that his father was there for him like my father was there for me. And, like, they kind of have the same guidance and insight. Like, oh, you know, so 
I really respect that about your dad too. I seen your dad before. <laughs> Big up to the OG Papa Papa Trey Yurt. <laughs> I honestly wish I could relate, to be honest to both of you, because yeah. I know you guys are very like sports heavy. Like my father, like he like forced me to like try to play baseball, and like he would literally put me against the park and try to like hit balls at me. And I just hated sports, bro. Like growing up, I really hated sports. Even though like your pops, both of y'all pops, really like like were there to support you for sports. Like my dad really tried to get me into sports, and I was just like. Nah, this shit ain't happening. And like, I'm, I feel like I was too much. I was too pretty for sports, bro. I'm not gonna hold you. I really thought I was too pretty, and I just threw the bat and I was walked home. And said, I'm gonna go tell mom, bro, if you really fucking. And she was crazy. just like, he was just like, yeah, now nah, we're done, cause he don't want to deal with her. You're crazy. <laughs> but continue on, bro. Let's hear it. Uh, actually, you, you know, you touched on baseball. I felt like I was a better baseball player than football player. Really? Um, yeah. A lot of football. A lot of yeah. football players think like that, man. Yeah, I was. I felt like I was way better in baseball than football. Hmm. But um. You know, as the journey went on, um, I actually didn't know. I didn't know anything about Fort Hamilton until one day I met had met Coach Jones. Shout out to him. Um, he, you know, explained Fort Hamilton to me. Um, he brought me in to, like, see the school and everything. And as soon as I seen it, I loved it. The The Bay Ridge, I had never been to Bay Ridge before. And uh, that was, like, the first time I had been to Bay Ridge. And I loved it. But uh, I had actually gotten to Abraham Lincoln High School. But then, you know, I wasn't happy about that decision. And then uh, I finally got into Fort, which was great. Um, Hell yeah. (laughs) Hell yeah. I mean, you know, I became who I became at Fort Hamilton High School. Exactly. What made you, like, not pick the the other school, if you don't mind me asking? Um, It was, it was, I don't even know how to explain it, you know. Lincoln. And Lincoln, Lincoln was, Lincoln was a great school. Yeah, I loved, Lincoln was our, was like our, our rivals. rivals. Yep. Mm. Our rivals. Um. It wasn't much to it, you know. I already had kind of set my mind on it in eighth grade, like I was going to Fort Hamilton, mm-hmm. and uh, when I didn't get accepted there, like I kind of I weighed it out. I was like, you know, Lincoln is a great school as well. You know, I had a few friends go there, and I was like, all right, this is you know, if 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 it ain't if it ain't meant to be, it ain't meant to be. But then you know, something happened, and I ended up at Fort Hamilton, which I was very thankful for. But either situation, I feel like I'd have been who I was, you know. Um, no, I think I, I think no, no. But okay, go ahead. And then, uh, but you know, God, like they say, God works in mysterious ways. You feel me? Um, we're gonna touch on that with this relationship <laughs> right here. And then, uh, you know, throughout high school, I had met, you know, God rest his soul, Coach Sanchez. And uh, from when I got to Fort, you know, he taught me a lot about DB. Uh, shout out to him. You know, Bam Howell. Um, those guys on that 2010 legends team, right 2009, there. Le- yes, legends, legends, great dudes, man. They taught me a lot coming into fort, and just like you say, you know, I was your like role model coming into fort. Those guys were my role model. You know, the Brandon Reddishes, the James Howells, the Jaquan Jarrett's. You know, even when I was coming in, them, yeah, yeah, not even to, into, but even when I was coming, when I heard like that was like when you heard that name, it was like, oh, that's big time. Yep. And then Trey, Trey was about Trey, and then mm-hmm. when you see Trey, oh, Trey's about to be, you know. Those new guys. Yep. So those were the, you know, those were the guys that I looked up to coming in the fort, especially because they played defense. Not so much on the offensive side, but definitely the defensive side. Uh, but throughout high school, you know, I just, it wasn't, it was a grind. I would say it was a grind. It was a, that first, my freshman year, I didn't, I didn't know what to expect because going to fort, you see them in a championship game every year. In the semifinals every year. Like, there was a streak we had where we didn't lose a regular season game in, like, four years. So much high expectations. I think that's why I was shook as a freshman because I'm like, wait, 
we heard it around town that Fort Hamilton was good, but when you were there, yeah. you could feel it. You was like, oh shit. Like it's either like like you big dog or you gonna get ran the fuck over. <laughs> yeah. And I got ran the fuck over a couple of times. But it's all good. I'm a late bloomer. It's all good. Hey, freshman year I had played uh running back on JV and you know, playoff time came and I got moved up. So I got like a little sweep and I tried to cut back and Ivan Floyd just Pink. Yo, I don't yo. All I'ma say is that was probably one of the hardest hits <laughs> I've ever experienced in my high school career. Literally. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, the it was it was fun, you know. Um talk about like talk about your high in high school mm-hmm. and talk about that low point. That low, all right. The high was definitely I would say my sophomore year of high school. And why was that? That year, first off, we won the championship. You know, we was the first team was to win. 20, in Yankee was that twenty? Was that twenty ten? Twenty ten. Okay. Yep. Damn, uh, old. <laughs> he is old though. Come on, he is, he is old. Don't promote. He's only twenty, bro. Stop playing. Yeah. Uh, it was twenty ten. You know, we had won the championship. Um, that was the first time I had received the college offer. My first offer was my not offer, but my first letter was from Wisconsin. My first ever oh, shit. college letter came mm. from Wisconsin University. I didn't even know that shit. Um. But uh, that year, I had finished with, what, eight picks, um, four that was returned for touchdowns. I had, like, six or seven touchdowns on offense. Um, but that year was just, like, magical. Like, it's like one of those 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 stories you tell people as you get older. Like, yeah, my sophomore year of high school, man, I was the dude. But um, that year was, like, probably one of the best years, I would say. And then um, I feel like a low definitely was my junior year. Um, going into our my junior year, it was like expected for us to win the championship game. You know, mm-hmm. like for Hamilton, this is what we do. We're in the semifinals every year. We're in the championship every year. Um, but just injuries, man. Like, yeah, that's one that, of the downfalls of like athletes, dog. I think even me, like even when I just get hurt in general, I think anybody injuries yeah. just could fuck you up because first of all, like we talk about all the time, Casey, time takes time away from you. Mm-hmm. Can't get that shit back. And you're just like, damn, bro, what the fuck? Like, what if I would have did this or did this? Did mm-hmm. something different? Probably when I got hurt or something, but it just lined up like that. Yeah. And so. you and what you have you probably had that major typical injury that many athletes go through that's yeah. very depressing. Yeah. So what type of injuries did you have? Because honestly, I don't know. Literally. The very typical injuries at like a football. The yeah. worst. Player would like have. one of the one a- of the. I think like right. MCL and ACL. So, would yeah, be like yeah. The biggest. So it's based. I well, Trey said. Yeah, it's uh. All right, besides ACL, MCL, you got the Achilles, the labrum so much, you know, it's a little shoulder. Mm-hmm. But I, I'll say definitely the ACL, the MCL, the Achilles, definitely the Achilles. And which one you had? I had the ACL. Oof, so that's a yeah. big ass. And LCL, yeah. so I had both. Oh. But, uh, yeah, my junior year, man, you know, started off hot. Like, I had, I was, you know, we were playing well as a team. You know, I felt my, I was like, all right. Junior year, this is my year to take my game to a new level. And we started off great. You know, we, we was winning games. We was winning games. Um, and then I got hurt. Um, I want to say against probably week four, week five. I had mm-hmm. caught a stinger in my shoulder. Um, set me back for like two weeks. And then um, within that, what, two or three weeks, we had finally lost our first regular season game to mm-hmm. Erasmus. That, and that hurts. Um, like, especially against E-Hall. That was, again, yeah. one of our rivals, too. <laughs> 
One of them niggas kicked, well, excuse my friend, they kicked our ass. That's yeah, all I got to say. They kicked that, our Yeah, that, that day they got at us. They got at us. That was that uh, Wayne Morgan team. Him, Kurt, Shaquel, Khalil, Darren. They, yep, that was that team. Um, And then I came back. We had played FDR in a snow game. I don't know if y'all remember, but it was like a blizzard. And we had beat FDR that day. And then the following week, we had played Lincoln again. The last mm-hmm. game of the season, the championship game rematch. And, you know, they were they were they were beating us. I want to say 13 nothing. And at that point, my competitive spirit at that point was like, I got to, you know, make things happen. And the play was called. I I should have never went backwards, but I did. I told you when injuries come, you think of the shit you should have never did. You should have never did. The play was supposed to go left. I decided that maybe I could get by. I went right. Got caught as I'm, you know, being driven back. The whistle's blown, so I'm thinking he gonna stop. I try to stop. Foot gets stuck in the turf. Mm. I felt it. Knee pops. Ah, oh, fuck. And like I literally, hear it. I could feel yeah. it. Special delivery. <laughs> um, at that moment, like I, everything in my mind went blank. It was like, I don't know if I could curse on here, but it was just like, no, nah, you let it out. Oh, where it was just like, oh shit. Yeah. Like that was my first word. Was like, oh shit. Like. You don't ever think like no yeah I could I could kind of can, relate yeah. because like when an injury comes or something like we, even Casey like when we're working out he's like <laughs> he was like let me tell you oh a quick story God. I don't I, I, don't I know want, he bought I don't, I don't, me I don't, too I don't, I'm sorry for intervening with Trey with Trey's real quick but this is gonna be funny we're gonna jump back because this is an amazing story right here with Trey um so we at the gym and we're doing weighted chin ups so. Bro. Case, <laughs> so Kate, we had the you know the chain going down you know your little crotch area, you know what I'm saying? So he call, he finishes his set. He's like, yo, bro, it's stuck, it's stuck to my dick, it's stuck to my dick. <laughs> He's bro. like, I think, I think, I come, I think, I gotta go to the bathroom. Bro. He was like, and he looked at me like, oh shit. He gave me that. Bro. Oh, he said the same thing. Yo. He said, oh shit. <laughs> and he ran to the bathroom. And honestly, that's the feeling we all get. Like when you get hurt, you're like. Oh, oh shit! You pause. You you get that. Yep. You get that. Whoa, whoa! That shit didn't feel right. You mm-hmm. just know. Yep. And then I know you definitely went blank because now I was thinking like, yo, your junior year, and I know that's a for you athletes out there or just anyone listening. Junior year of like high school for any athlete is a big year. Because, Even anyone in general. Bro, yeah. That's well, a, oh well, yeah, yeah. For for college for students everyone. in general, because colleges are looking at you, especially for mm-hmm. for athletes. They're looking at you for those offers and whatnot. And that's a pinnacle year so if you tore your acl it's like oh they might throw my offers out the way because mm-hmm. it's like if you're not there they go on to the next it's business at the end of the day with that just like mm-hmm. life you know say you get hurt when when a job's supposed to offer you they're gonna be like oh i'm sorry mm-hmm. they cause cause next year it, and it moves on so that was probably what was going on through your head especially with that wisconsin thing yeah it was uh when it happened it was just like kind of like that that blank moment the oh shit um, and then like, I didn't, you know, you don't, you don't want to assume the worst of the situation, but it's like, dang, I ain't never feel that pop in my knee before. You know, I've been hurt, you know, multiple times, but like, you know, stingers, or so that's it. But like to feel a pop in my knee, it was like, this is how I run. This is how, you know, I make plays with my legs. And then, um, you know, that, and then a the process of just like. Mind you, I was still coming off the stinger. My shoulder wasn't 100%. Now I got to go to therapy, at, you know, for my knee. And then finally get an MRI and being told, like, yeah, you you know, you tore your ACL and your LCL. Mm. 
And at that moment, it was like, do or die. Yeah, it's, it's 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 like you know my life has been built on this on sports, and you know, me tearing my ACL was like I'm a junior. This going to take about ten to twelve months. Senior year, you know, it just everything seemed blurry at that point. Yeah, and you don't know from an ACL, you don't know if you're gonna recover the same way, and. You know, you're young, too. So there's a lot of emotions when sports is just everything you know. Mm-hmm. I went through it. I think a lot of athletes go through it. And just a lot of people in general, when something's the only thing you know, and then something injures you to take that away from you, it's like, oh, shit, what the fuck? And you get in a dark place. A lot of people get in a dark place. You know, it, get, it gets really rough. Mm-hmm. You think about quitting. You think about, ah, I'm not going yep. to be. Like I just said, you're not going to be the same. You have a lot of doubts in your mind. And when you get that diagnosis, it just it stings your heart the most. Your mind's just in the blur. And everyone's trying to support, oh, and you're just not hearing it. Like mm-hmm. like what I went through. Like, you know, when I, was in, when I got that, I'm like, oh, shit. You know what I'm saying? In the hospital, I'm like, oh, fuck, fuck, here we go again. <laughs> so, like, moving forward through your injuries, mm-hmm. like, what happened after? Like, did you play at all after that from, like, the end of your, like, your junior year to senior year at all? Um, Once it happened and I found out, I, you know, I told my ACL, I went through the whole process of... The surgery, you know, the recovery, and I want to just, you know, shout out to, obviously, my mom, my dad, my sister, my friends, um, for just, you know, at that time, it was more so of, like, I don't even think I want to do this anymore. Yeah, totally. You, you, know, you uh, have those thoughts of quitting. And, you know, like, my family, my friends, my teammates, they, you know, they rocked with me. You know, they, they kept me in a, a stable place where it was like, yo, let's do this, right? You know, like, you can do this. You can do this. And at that point, it's like, damn, I am I may be a little scared to get back out there, you know, but they they was there the whole time. Um, and then shout out to one-on-one training. Uh, they helped. They held it down. Uh, Franco at one-on-one, James at the other one-on-one. Like they held it down for mm-hmm. what ten to twelve months. Like it was of, just of the get back. a grind, a grind, a grind. Like my dad even took me out to the field sometimes and was like, "Yo, let's start running yeah, with no brace." Uh, yeah, and then um, that was like that that twen- ten to twelve months as a junior going into my senior year had to be one of the weirdest moments because it's like after high school, a lot of people don't know. Like once you graduate high school, you're an adult, mm-hmm. right? There's no Oh, you gotta go to second period at eight. This, nah, there's no, to, yeah. yeah, it's the welcome real world. Welcome to the real world. Or you go like you either going to college, which is, a, oh, the real world, or you gotta go get a job. Mm-hmm. And at that point, it was like my whole mindset was sports. Like me tearing my ACL was like, damn, what am I supposed to do now? Like there was this plan B. Like people always say have a plan B, and it was like I didn't have that plan B. In high school, I had only plan A, which was Football. I'm gonna play ball. So, what yeah. would you? What would you? T- is that an important message you would relate to? Just af- young athletes tuning in now, and especially everyone else out there, to just not pull all your eggs in one basket. Um, yeah, I have, I have, I have, I have two feelings about that. Right? You know, they say have a plan B just in case your plan A doesn't work, and then some people say. You don't have a plan A. I mean, a plan B. Well, your plan B is to make sure your plan A works. And I have different feelings about that because even like make your plan B being making sure your plan A works just 
means you got to grind. Like, like your plan B is to just make sure everything you got goes into your plan A. You are grinding, you are grinding, you are grinding. No matter what it is in life, you yeah. know. Um, but also having a backup plan, especially for athletes. Um, especially because, for football. Yeah, because, like, at any moment, it's, it could be taken away. Yeah, you one, I mean? one play. Literally, that's that's that was my like that was my thing. I was like, damn, it's over. Mm-hmm. And mind you, I'm what 16 years old, yeah. And I'm like, yo, I dead told my ACL. Like, I only thought people in the NFL or college did that, but like, no, it happened yeah. to you. Yeah, and that it, was it, it's, it's like it's, me. Yeah. It's one. It's it's a it's a rough injury when you hear in the NFL and just everything ACL is like, whoa. Even the NBA is like, oh shit, like he's out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he's out. He's out for the count. But um, damn, you got damn you. That, that that was the get back. I I know that yeah. feeling. So you come back senior year, and then mm-hmm. what's your mental now? Because obviously it paid off, like what you, what you <laughs> did, and God works in mysterious ways. Definitely does. So how did your senior year the breakout in that that Stony Brook offer came? Mm-hmm. Um, my senior year came. Uh, we didn't really we didn't play well that year. We went what one and six. Um, I missed the first three games coming back. Like the first game I was back, I was very timid, very timid. But as the season went on, I started to get more comfortable with my leg, you know. Um, but as far as like senior season, I'm, I played okay, you know, still had hiccups. But um, the Stony Brook also offer, um, also, shout out to Stony Brook for, I'll explain, definitely explain it. Um, my junior year, I had a few offers, about six, seven maybe. Um, and I actually, that summer going into my senior year, I had committed to Temple and in Philly. Yep. That's crazy. I, I applied to that school too. I loved bro. it. I don't like a lot of people. I loved it. For some odd reason. I loved it. Nah, it was beautiful. It's a beautiful it college. Nah, it, it is. is. Yeah, it's a really nice college. <laughs> but it bro. is right next to the hood though. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Now you're right. Now you're right. A thousand, but the college brings it up. You know what I'm it saying? Does. Like, it, it does. It brings out the neighborhood, bro. I think it really did. It does. But, um, you know, obviously I told my ACL, so. That summer, I had committed there just to try and get it over with, and the coach ended up leaving. Um, so at that point, it was like, oh, damn, right? But throughout that process, Stony Brook, they was there. That, like, they was there. And, you know, I can't thank them enough for, you know, holding, having, it, down. holding it down. Exactly, you know, having faith in me. Because, you know, a lot of coaches hear, you know, a guy tore his ACL. Yeah, like what I just said. And it's, 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 it's GG is goodbye. Exactly. See right. you later. But Stony Brook is a great institution. It is. Um, shout out to Bob. He go there. A lot of a, a lot of dudes I know is balling out there. Um, yep. And you balled out at Stony. You was a, a he was a, what, you started all four? All four years. All, that, I don't care. D1, <laughs> I don't care. Starting at four years, you're coming in, especially off what he went through. Four years, and he started four years at a D at the D one level, a whole new system, and especially especially as, corn as a cornerback, that is tough. Yeah, big up. What's the um? What's the accolades you had? Uh, I know you at Stony Brook. You had an ESPN top. Oh yeah, I had uh. I don't even know what number it was. was. ESPN top ten play. I think it was number six. I think he was bowling. He 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 was he was top arc, but now he's not arc. He's he's an old man right now. I don't be in the gym. I don't be in the gym. Nah, he was, he was, he he had some size to him. So you had like a lot of accolades stats in there too, like picks, whatnot. Uh, I didn't have like a lot of accolades. I beat like senior year, I finally became third team all CAA, which is great. I mean, Um, shit. But I finished college with what? Seven picks, um, one touchdown. um, I think I want to say 50 tackles. You know, I don't do no tackling, but uh, about 50 tackles. But uh, yeah, it was. 
I could have, me personally being hard on myself, I could have played better. I think so too. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> with everything though. Nah, right? I'm going yeah, I'm I'm to like, you know, Trey, my, my background, Trey. No. I think he has a lot more potential than he knows. But it's yeah. like everyone, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like a lot of moments, like even with anything you do. You always look back at it and you're like, damn, I could have done this so much yeah. different or so much better. Like that shit exactly. is really with everything. Disclaimer, <laughs> I think that all the time I ever do every time I do a podcast, I say the intro, but at the end of the day, I don't care, man. I'm gonna live with my flaws. So I don't give a fuck. That's yeah, what no, it absolutely. Is. Right. Yeah. So like moving forward, you were talking about so you went through college, right? You mm-hmm. did all this. When did D V movement start coming into play with this? So I could, I could kind of so, t- help him transition with that. Matter of fact, I I, I could kind of help you I, unless you you, you want to take over because I have the story to like how I kind of found it. Uh, how did that? It honestly it, it came from actually being in college, low key. Really? Because in college I, I had I tore my shoulder twice. Mm-hmm. So at that point it's like, damn, two more surgeries. So it's like, man, I need mm-hmm. to start thinking of something else at this point. But um, again. Shout out to my teammates, my friends, family, everybody uh, that got me through that those times, you know, the trainers, everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it came probably my senior year. Mm-hmm. And what influenced you? And like what influenced you to like start this? I think New York City football influenced me, right? And I felt like what I learned in college from all my coaches, from my teammates, mm-hmm. it should be given back to the youth, right? It, it's, it's pointless to like learn something, have so much knowledge about something and not give it back. Yeah, that goes because then it's just wasted. Life. Yeah, it goes for like, anything for life. Everyone wanna, you know, when people get to the top and get rich, they don't want to pay high tax. Well, they don't want just want to give back. And mm-hmm. I, I'm not trying to get political, but then the whole tax yeah. thing, they don't mm-hmm. want to get taxed. And well, bro, you're making all this money. What's the whole point if you're not gonna give something back? You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Yeah. And like, so how did you also come up with the name like DB Movement? <laughs> I ain't gonna hold you. The name came up one day after a session. Literally, I'm sitting in the, I'm sitting down, I'm talking. I'm like DB, DB, DB. I'm thinking of a, like a name. And I'm mm-hmm. like DB movement. Like it's a lot of movement to the position. Mm-hmm. You know, playing football, it's a lot. It's a lot of movement. So DB movement just popped and it mm-hmm. stuck. Feel me? Nah, so. it rolls off the tongue pretty easy. <laughs> I ain't gonna hold you. Like, it's it, pretty it's, good. It's, it's catchy. Mm-hmm. Um, I just want to ask a, a question out there for the viewers. In college, did you have similar struggles to high school, or was it harder in college? Uh, what was that transition like, really fast for for those athletes coming into high school and to college, and that that difference maker mm-hmm. from playing co- collegiate football to high school and the different struggles? Um, I would say definitely a little bit of the speed, the size of dudes from high school to college is definitely different. Um. And it, it 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 pushes you to want to get stronger, to want to get faster. So I would definitely say those were like the two adjustments going from high school to college you would have to, you know, really mm-hmm. focus on because my first, that first summer camp, I'm not going to be honest, I probably got ran over like three times, like literally three <laughs> times. Mm-hmm. And like dudes were just like fast. But um, And you're not getting cradled no more like that. Yeah, nah. Next man up. Next man up. Next man up. And it's, it's straight biz naive. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. But um, but it, college is like it brings that that competitive side out of you. Like each play is like a game rep. Like the dude across from you, Wants probably it. Yep. a three star, four star, or you know a dude that probably transferred from a big time school. But like college is definitely the transition is your you know for obviously your mental. 
Mm-hmm. But the speed and just like the size of dudes is just like the two differences, mm-hmm. I would say. So like how did that transition to you being a coach? Um just like pretty much taking in everything while I was there. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as like paying attention to my DB coaches, um, mm-hmm. and just listening, looking at my teammates, learning from my teammates as well, watching film. I watched a lot of film in college. Mm-hmm. And for all you young guys, even my athletes that I coach and train now, mm-hmm. this game is 90% mental. Mm-hmm. Literally, if you know your opponent before you get out there, things slow down. The more you study, the more you learn, things start to slow down. And that's like life. Like the more you know, mm-hmm. the, like what they say, knowledge is power. Mm-hmm. The more you know, the more successful you will find yourself. Mm. But you have to execute with your, with your knowledge. There's a difference there too. Exactly. People, Absolutely. Doing, oh, I, I know I did this. All right, but have you done anything to apply it? Mm-hmm. And I get on trade with that shit too because, <laughs> yeah, he's all a good learner. With football, mm-hmm. you know, he's a dog. But you know, some, we all have our struggles with mm-hmm. real life. And sometimes I'm telling like, yo, you 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 reading this right? Mm-hmm. The same thing you was doing with football. You got to do it with life now. And I just want to bring up a quick story with me and Trey and like how God works in mysterious ways and like how this whole DB movement came is it's, it's crazy so long story short me and trey we didn't speak in high school at all um at all at all like i said looked up to him but you know when in, back in the day it's just like you know the the old heads they weren't speaking to the young cats or just it was just like that it's whatever it's still like yeah, it was, it's still kind of like that in high school it really is still it, like it's still it's level so when you get out of high school yeah. it's like now we're mature we're grown we're young grown men mm. so i'm playing college football i switched to DB, I, bro, I haven't. I forgot about Trey. When you left high school, it was like, oh shit, he went to Stony Brook. All right, good luck. He's gonna ball out, do his thing. But I gotta focus on me. I can't keep, you know. Mm-hmm. Toodles to you. So I'm in college now. I'm switching to DB. I'm like, damn, bro, I got. I need a coach to get me right because I went from wide receiver to to DB. Then I see Trey make a post, and social media is very important because if it wasn't for him putting that post down, his content of him saying, hey, I'm training people with with DB or what the case may be. I would have never connected with Trey. So I reached out to him. I'm like, yo, I need to get right. He's like, all right, bet. Pull up. I came through. He he caught, He sort of recognized me. I, he could say he did, but he sort of recognized me. He's like, oh, shit, I remember you. You know that little bull. You know that little. You know that little um, bullshit. Yeah. You know that little yeah, yeah, bullshit. Bro, I know you. Yeah, yeah, you know that little bullshit. Like, yeah, I remember. You was, you was a little nigga back in the day, right? So That one little yeah. party I so went to. I'm like, like, <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, all right, all right, bet. So basically... We got right, and I knew it was legit training because when I did my due diligence on training, when I did my research, I was like, damn, this dude's a dog. <laughs> I saw his film, and I wish we could call the film, but I'm like, yo, this guy's a dog. I'm like, oh, shit, like, training with him, I'm about to get right. Like, this, this mm-hmm. he's no joke, and I know he was that elite dude. I pull up with me and Blake, shout out Blake. We did a training, and in the middle of the training, I'm like, oh, this is different. Like, th- I mm-hmm. thought I was nice. I was not nice. I was doodle mm-hmm. cheeks. I was doodle cheek. I got humbled. And, and At least you could like admit you were doodle cheek because most people don't admit that they were doodle cheek. So I was, I was tra- like at that moment. We all need a coach at times to see where we at because that coach is gonna test you. So Trey tested me. I was like, damn, like I didn't give up in the work. I didn't puke. Yeah, you, you, you know, I always pushed one hundred ten percent, and and then even Blake, right now. bro, Blake, <laughs> but and that's it's all good. Blake was like, yo, E. Blake never talks like this. He's like, yo, yeah, I'm thinking about throwing up. It was a hot summer day. When Blake said that, I said, oh, this shit real. This shit real. <laughs> so I, from then on, um, knowing me, I'm consistent with everything I do. And that's why we in the studio like every week now. I hit up a train. I was like, yo, we need to get right. And we was on it every week. 
But through that, we just really got close as as friends and as that client 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 coach relationship, and then became brothers. You know, he started giving me advice on football. Like he said, he became like a student of the game, and he put his teachings and wisdom on me. And then I put that I'm a coach now. So I was I was a coach at the same time. I was working as a personal trainer and also training for college. So I put that aspect as to my clients. What he's teaching me, I was putting on to my clients. He told me how to be humble, just be patient, don't overthink, don't overwhelm yourself. And I think that goes with everything in life, and I I respect that. Mm-hmm. And he made me a complete, just different athlete. Made me smooth as maybe smoother. I just felt better. I felt elite training with Trey because shout out to DB Moon. You want to get right? He be training top college kids, pros. I was training next to a pro. Shout out Chris Cooper. I was training like. I was starstruck for a moment. I was like, I can't show it. I was starstruck, but I'm like, and he was just smooth, Chris Cooper, and Trey's training him and still does. And it's just crazy. And it's just following, grew up from there. But, you know, like I said, we had, we we bashed heads at times, but we was competing on, on, on those, in those moments when he was coaching me and whatnot, because we'll do one-on-ones and what the case may be. But he taught me a lot of stuff as a young man and as an athlete. And at the same time, it's weird, because like, he's like a little bit of my mentor, but I'm hard on him. And like sometimes he reaches out to me, and I'm I could lead him in the right way as well. Age don't really, even though yes he's older than me. You can always learn yeah. something from yeah, someone else, but it's, shit don't matter. It's hand, <laughs> it's hand, it's hand in hand. Mm-hmm. So and then and then when I heard DB, I was like DB Moomin, he been he grew his his base. Now it's to where it's at, and yeah, man. So I was gonna so like I'm gonna keep picking your brain with this. So <laughs> so how did like DB movement like grow? So you started off, you said, in the senior year, you said, you you know, you had this idea, right? To yeah. train people for the, the, the position of DB. Right. And so how did you, like, put it out there? Like, mm-hmm. what did you do? What was this whole process starting off to get to where you are now? Uh, The process pretty much, you know, obviously I did a pro day. Mm-hmm. I did all that, you know, the, for the NFL. Didn't work out. So what's a pro um, day? I actually don't know. I'm not going to hold y'all. You pro, yeah, yeah, you, okay, I can tell. Yeah, pro day, pro day. Long story short. <laughs> long story short. So basically, it's like, save, save like the top labels were here. And they wanted you to do, do, do a freestyle on the mic because mm-hmm. you're an artist. It's like that. They're going to test you. So pro days for football mm-hmm. is like, yeah, we're, we're going to showcase okay, our okay. skills with the top dogs. Mm-hmm. And then if they like us, they're going to be like, yo, come through. Yeah. yeah, let me sign, sign this contract. Yeah, for sign, you. yeah basically. sign your life away. Basically, <laughs> that's what it is. Yeah. All right, so continue. But uh, you know that that didn't fall through, which was fine. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely, I was a little in a like confused at that time because it's mm-hmm. like, all right, no more sports. Like I won't be playing no more. Um, and then you know that led to me training DBs. It was more so of like, let me just take this knowledge that I got mm-hmm. and let me give it back. I feel like every kid deserves that opportunity that I got to play college ball mm-hmm. no matter what level it is you know just that experience that 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 feeling of I'm getting a, like I'm going to mm-hmm. school for free whether it's for free or half whatever it is but like that college experience of like running out of a tunnel on game day the bands the the it's the adrenaline being in that like yeah that, that, yeah, scene, that, you know? that, that brotherhood that's what like till this day I miss that mm-hmm. like I miss the I miss the camaraderie I miss it's just the adrenaline rush I mm-hmm. really miss. Like I wasn't much of a practice person, which for y'all out there, don't listen to that. <laughs> practice makes perfect. Real talk. Um, but just like that, that, that adrenaline. Mm-hmm. Like every kid deserves that. And I feel like me giving back that knowledge of everything I've learned growing up from mm-hmm. youth to college to 
hanging out with, you know, professionals and studying film, it's like, I want the best for all the kids I come in contact to. Mm -hmm. And, you know, um, they just deserve it. Especially, like, New York City, for me personally, I feel like football here isn't, you know, loved, you know? like nah, we're not known, we're not, we're not known for football. Exactly. We're just starting to become a little bit known. Well, we was never really known for football. Mm -hmm. exactly. We're known for basketball, basketball and hip-hop. Mm -hmm. Exactly. But football, it's like... Down yeah. south kids, when you when you go to camps like New Jersey, they're like, oh, you from you from New York City, huh? yeah. Brooklyn, oh, trash. I'm about to slap the and, shot and, out of like, <laughs> and we didn't, and we don't have the public schools. We don't have the resources like that. We don't got the funds. No, we don't. Yeah. We don't for football. We don't. Mm -hmm. It costs a lot of money. Down south, West mm -hmm. Coast, they got the funds. Mm -hmm. Hey, you got the funds. You got the equipment. You're gonna do right with it if you use it well. Mm -hmm. So him saying that, I think, is a key point. Like he wants to give back, and he is. A lot, a lot. Of, should, yeah. He is yep. his following base. If you go on his page, DB Movement, shout out DB. Like he said, Facebook, IG. What, what was it? Twitter. Uh, Do you have Twitter? He bought yeah, I got Twitter. I got Twitter. Pinterest. Pinterest. Pinterest too, you know, come in. Pinterest. Pinterest. Come in. Website. I mean, there's in. a lot of good content, and he's really giving back to NYC football. Yeah. Oh, I forgot to mention. He he was a coach at Christ. I don't know if you still you're still a coach, right? Yeah, I'm still a coach at Christ. A coach at Christ the King. Like yeah, when I first came out, I coached at Midwood. Mm -hmm. Shout out to the Midwood kids. Shout out to the Midwood's mm -hmm. coaching staff. Uh, now he's in the that, other side of the room. Yeah, mm -hmm. I'm on the Christ the King. I'm in, I'm in the Catholic league now. Yeah. Um, and then so like shout you, out to them too. You built up your brand. So like you used your. So who was your network of people as well? Like um, when you were building up this brand, yeah, right like here, who was, I was literally your network to get yeah, like all these started. clients because you. <laughs> all he needed was all he needed was the, the eight to come through, Ethan Addison to come through, all I, and I then heard, everyone came through because I ramped that I ramped that shit up. Because I was hearing a lot like you were you trained like from youngins mm -hmm. to pros, right? Yeah. So obviously, you know, getting youngins and like getting normal people, you know, that that's always gonna come. Mm -hmm. How did you get in contact like with these pros? Like right. how did that even like, did they come to you or you reached out to them? Like, I wanna train you? Or mm -hmm. they came to you and was like, hey, I need some help. Um, Pretty much, uh, Chris Cooper. Chris, I think content, yeah. they, mm -hmm. they knew, I think content is king at that point. Mm -hmm. yeah. Like I said, I didn't know. And then knowing his rep, reputation, yes, I'm kind of mm -hmm. speaking for Trey, but knowing his reputation and like, his rep at Stony Brook and what he's doing now, all people are like, oh, you know, like they, mm -hmm. they had that same thing. I was thinking, oh, mm -hmm. Trey. It's a lot of word to mouth. Yeah, too. yeah. It, was it was word to mouth. As athletes, word get, gets around like this. Mm -hmm. If you're nice, they're going to talk for you. You don't even need to say, you don't even need to say mm -hmm. much when you're nice. Yeah. Just like, I gave him, his, he didn't even have to say that he was nice. I just, <laughs> I talked for him. I, I talked <laughs> for him saying, you know, I gave him, I gave him his flowers. I just said what it, what it was. Yeah, but uh, definitely, obviously, he was like one of my first clients. Uh, Ruben, um, Jaden, those are like a few of my first clients. And then obviously my teammates from college, um, Coop, Darren, uh, T.Y., um, who else? I can't even, a bunch mm -hmm. of people, you know. And then uh, I used my high school kids as well. Mm -hmm. So I'm not using them, but like I worked with them as well. Um, and just content, social media. And don't get me wrong, I'm not where I want to be, right, at mm -hmm. where I should be right now. But that's, you know, that's my personal life and things that I need to get done outside of DB movement. Um, but, yeah, that's how, like, mm. things started going. Were there any, like, lows um, in, like, starting up this business? Yeah, I think there's lows yeah. all the time. We're going Absolutely. Definitely. But, like, Definitely. was there one point where you're just like, damn, like, I don't know if I can keep doing it? Um, I'll be completely 100. And, E, you know, it's been, like, multiple times mm -hmm. where I've just been like, yo, E, I don't. 
I don't know if I want to do this right now. Mm-hmm. And that's that 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 comes from me being what a, a twenty in my twenties. Mm-hmm. You know, I've spent I've been playing football since I was six years old, mm-hmm. and sometimes you know you just kind of want to step back from it and take a break. Mm-hmm. And then uh, what do they they say? You know, you know if you really love something when you get like remove yourself from it and you really miss it. Mm-hmm. It's like you know. As much as I keep, you know, I, I tell myself, yeah, I need a break, I need a break. But as soon as I step away from it, it's like I miss it. Mm-hmm. And uh, especially this year, like not having a football season has been, it's been tough because mm-hmm. it's like. What do you do? Yeah, like <laughs> I'm so used to like That's your these Saturdays, these yeah. these weekdays of practice, sat the weekends having games. And um, it's definitely been like tough. Mm-hmm. And then like obviously with COVID, um. You know, you still got to worry, have precaution for the kids, get into mm-hmm. sessions and stuff like that. So yeah. I haven't really been having much sessions, which I would say this is like kind of a low for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm taking it one day at a time. You feel me? It's like right. everything, man. And I think like what you said before, you know, just harping on your giving back to the community and your movement. I think that's like really big for like anyone out there, I think, who wants to do anything um, it, like me. Like, for example, like I'm an artist, right? Like, mm-hmm. I a lot of things, a lot of people don't know, like, when it comes to being an artist, it's like, your music matters, and that matters a lot, because if music's good, people are going to gravitate towards mm. it, but what makes them a fan of you is who you are, you right. know what I'm saying? Most people live and die, like, I'm Ethan, right? Perfect <laughs> example. Loves Meek Mill, right? Loves Meek Mill, Nipsey, but that's because he can personally relate to them and the yeah. message that they're putting out, Agreed. and if you can put out that message, I think, for, you know these kids and the youth mm-hmm. i think that's important for everyone and i think all of us could take that lesson in because the youth is going to replace us when we're gone exactly and if they can't replace us and do great things that means we led them wrong bro you exactly. know what i'm saying and like we have to all i think be better at that because for real if you can't replace us and you're not better than us then we failed in my opinion that's how i look at it we failed our Agreed. jobs as people mentors and leaders Agreed. And I think that's something that you have shown is very important. And I love about DB movement is like, you don't care. You treat everyone the same in this. No matter literally. how young you are, to you're a pro. Yeah, I'm so, still going to slay you. To, literally. To, yeah. to, 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 I'm talking about little, little kids. Yeah. But, that, but that's extremely important because mm-hmm. I feel like even in today's world and our generation, I feel like the younger generation doesn't even understand what it's like to feel like some, what some of us have been through. Literally. You know what I'm saying? I know they have a lot more problems, you know, I, I, as time goes on, more problems are always going to arise. But, like, the fact that you're changing these kids' lives and putting them in, like, this is what it's going to take, mm-hmm. I feel like that's a great push because not many people have that anymore. Right. And I think you being a, you know, a leader to these kids and a mentor really speaks, like, thousands of words right. for the whole world and whoever's tuning into this. You know what I'm saying? Because this goes with everyone who's listening. If you're doing something, make sure you're doing it for the right reasons and making sure you're sending a message and make sure it's true to who you are. Agreed. And the fact that you got out of this, and you said, I would love it, so I'm going to come back to it because you have some lows. says that you're really in it for the long. Yeah, you know what definitely. I'm saying? Well, well said, brother, man. Facts, I, I, that, that, was, that was bing, 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 bing. Facts, that, facts. Was, that, was, that was really well said. I couldn't have agreed more on that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, definitely. and, and to, if you want to be with the best, you got to train with the best. And Absolutely. That's what DB Movement is. They, they know his body. You know, mm-hmm. they, they know the vibes when they, when they come. Yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, you could just tell when you look at his page. For for those of you that don't know behind the mic watching, having tuned mm-hmm. in, I don't care who you are. Look at DB Movement, be like, damn, it is elite. And it's in New York City. You don't even see that in New York City like that. You don't see that. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to look for you uh, like a, a especially as DB, defensive back. 
it's hard to find that private elite trainer from defense back that did it, has the knowledge, and mm-hmm. I can relate to you at any level. Like I said, kids, mm-hmm. played it as a youngin, six, all the way to high school, to college. And yeah, he had his pro day. He didn't go pro, but he's with the, he's with the big leads. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And like, man. so like, moving forward with DB movement, like, mm-hmm. where do you see yourself in a couple of years, man? Um, because this is already kind of big right now. You already got big people under you. You got the youngins under it, you. But so the now. scary thing is, it's like buzzing deep, and Trey's just just beginning, dog. Exactly. Just just beginning. So where's like the long picture for like demon? Like where do you see? Like what do you see in like ten years long down the road? Whoa, ten years. Even five. Wow. Let's say five. five. Now, let's do five. Let's say five. He, he, five? he can't see that far. He's yeah, type yeah, old. Yeah, yeah, he says type old. I'm yeah. dead. <laughs> nah. So what do you see for like in a couple years? Like what's your future vision, man, for DB movement? Uh. Like, my future, my five-year plan for this is just impact as many kids as possible. You know, a lot of people be like, I want to open a facility. I want to do this. I want to do that. But I feel like if it's meant to be, it'll be. But I feel like I can't control who I impact. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, or you could control the message that you're giving exactly, out. Exactly, yeah. And those that are going to feel it, they're going to feel it. Exactly. Yeah, and then that's what I'm saying. Like, it's like you giving back. And when they do great things, they're giving back to you. Exactly. And it's it's a reflection of you, and that's why... We brought him on this podcast because <laughs> what we what why did we start this podcast? Me and Casey because of impact because people are reaching out to me on social media like Ethan, you gotta start a podcast. Your social media touches me. Just your word, just you speaking. You just hit it, hit it, hit a different, hit a, hit a different spot. And mm-hmm. I'm just like, I'm just, I'm just being me. And I'm just telling you, I'm normal, just like you. And I'm showing you my flaws as to life and like how to over- overcome that. And I'm still go through those struggles. Trey mm-hmm. still goes through that struggles. You do too, but we're just being open about it. And especially mm-hmm. as young men, you don't even see that like that no more. Mm-hmm. Us doing this podcast is legendary. Us doing this. If we touch one life, we did a job. We did a good job. Yeah. yeah. I agree. It takes agree. a lot to even impact yeah. one person and, and Trey broke a curse within me, and I broke a curse within others as well from his teachings. Mm-hmm. And from the faults of others or from the good things of others, he's passing that down. So from the mistakes, he's telling them not to do these mistakes. And from the right things, he's passing those on. And he did that with me, like mm-hmm. my coaching and whatever, me as an athlete. You know, I can say that I'm proud to be coached up by Trey. You know, I don't I don't care what you tell me if I was a trash <laughs> DB. I got, you know, Trey, Trey could vouch me. You know, you I didn't. Be real sometimes, yeah. bro. Yeah, I worked I worked my ass off with Trey. And I, I felt elite when I was training with him. So mm-hmm. for any athletes out there that just want to get right, man, it's right here. Facts. The DB movement. And for mm-hmm. anybody that's trying to get... You know what I'm saying? Get physical. You know, Trey gets you right, but you're trying to get our, our diesel, a little cut up. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me tell you, Lean Cuisine is Big E right here. Chef Poirier D, bro, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So, like, for the listeners out there, right, like, what's some advice you can give to people who are going through it right now, who are athletes going through it? What are some things from your experience that you can give advice to these people who the, are going through yeah, it Yeah, right the now? most important thing. Even, like, it could be one thing, one to three things. Like, what's the most important things when it comes to all this? As Marshawn Lynch would say, control your mental. Literally, control your mental. This sports will mess up your mental. Control it. Like, if some days you want to take a step back and meditate, but control your mental, right? And I try and tell my kids, sports don't last forever, mm-hmm. right? Nothing does. Yeah. The game don't last forever, right? So enjoy it, right? Enjoy every moment, every practice, every lift, every whatever it is. Enjoy it, literally. Like when I was going through 
my journey, my football journey, my sports journey, you know, you you kind of forget to have fun sometimes. You know, like when things aren't going good, you down, you mad, you know, you hate everything. And then it took me until probably my senior year of college, which ha- so happily ended up being a year I became a third team OCA. And it was just like, I was just happy. You know, like I had days, don't get me wrong, everyone has days, but it was just like, I wasn't stressing over everything, mm-hmm. right? We, we're going to stress regardless. We're humans. Um, but I wasn't stressing over every little thing. I enjoyed my senior year. I, I took everything in. And, you know, that's my message to everyone in life, every athlete, everything. It's just like control your mental and just enjoy every moment live in the now yep mm-hmm. living exactly. now, control living it now like what you like what you told me throughout our coaching you just like e like stop overthinking even darren told me because I, I used to i still overthink i think it's i overthink a lot of us overthink because we just we want we want to be perfect mm-hmm. you know i think that's i want to be as perfect as i could be i want to get right you told me i did it wrong by this i told Trey, run it back uh, he told me, look, I said, run it back. He's like, nah, man, you know, just do three. We're going to do three. I said, I don't care. Run it back until I get it right. And we kept doing it. But again, I, what he said, I think that was a great way just to sum it all up. Mm-hmm. Like I said, football is a rough, rough sport. But thankfully, it brought me and Trey together. God did too. Because who would have thought? I would have yes. never thought, you know, me and Trey, we weren't talking for years. And then boom, and then just connected. At but, all. At all, <laughs> at all, and now you know we're 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 cool like we're like this, mm-hmm. and it's because content is king too. Just whatever good thing you got going on, just put it out there because you never know who you're gonna touch. It, you be, like if you didn't put the human, like I said, he probably would not. We would not had this relationship, and it's a vital relationship mm-hmm. in my life now. Mm-hmm. And um, again, shout out um, just everyone out there for just tuning in again. Me and Casey can't can't say much more. Yeah. It's a, like it's an honor to do a podcast for you guys tuning in, listening, watching, subscribing. My mom's like, "Oh, I'm your number one fan. What are you gonna tell me about this episode?" <laughs> like that's what it's about. My mom is saying that, and then my mm-hmm. family. Like I could give two shits if a hater's hating on me or whatever. Like mm-hmm. my mom is proud of me, and my family's like, "Oh, he's putting the message out for the fam." Mm-hmm. Like big up, and I'm on a platform that's gonna live forever. We have on YouTube. The only one I could delete mm-hmm. it is YouTube if we do something wrong. What's going to be there? Mm-hmm. And like he said, impact as many lives as we can. Yep. Trey's on this episode. Now he's going to touch one athlete. Now one athlete's going to tell. And that mm-hmm. impact is going to be forever. Absolutely. Yeah. And I even learned something today because like I didn't know much about football. Yeah, I'm not going to hold you. I don't know too much about sports. But like you taught me something that's a lot more different than just like what you see on like the surface level. There's a lot right. more that goes into being an athlete. I've also learned this from Ethan, but also hearing like your point of view, you know, and trying to build up your own business using this sport, like it's pretty phenomenal, man. And like the fact that you like want to change lives is just like really big. And giving back to the youth, I think, is extremely important. Definitely, and that shit crazy to me. Not impact, impact is everything. Absolutely, and that student student athlete life is tough. Mm-hmm. It's it tough, but I think it prepares us for that competitive nature of the real world mm-hmm. like it gives us no offense to you casey or anyone that didn't play sports it kind of gives us that that one up mm-hmm. over over someone because we know how to like compete and we know and like kind of football relates to like that real world life and it's nitty-gritty the world is too but again thank you trey for just coming in my brother from another you hurt <laughs> um, bro- brothers in y'all. the deep end season two we here big time 
It's Ethan Addison. I'm out of here. My bro, Trey, what, any last words? Hey, enjoy life, man. Be cool. Yeah. I always tell you, I'm just good. mad lethargic. That's that old head shit. All right, good. Cool. That's that old I appreciate head appreciate you all for tuning in, man. Thank you guys for listening. Facts. This is Casey. We out. And we out. Brothers <laughs> in the deep end. <laughs>